My oh my, yesterday was a nice one. And most of the rain they said we would get, we didn't. But 64 degrees a high yesterday? Wow. But the next few days, not nearly so um, interesting. 37 a high today. We're at 36 right now. So it's only going to be a notch warmer as the day goes by. Tomorrow, 41. Sunday, 39. And Monday, 39 as well. And really the only mention of... um, Precipitation, if you want to call it that, I, well, of course we do, is that of uh, rain on Sunday, possibly even some snow. I don't know uh, about here last evening, but I know over towards my place uh, in Jackson, uh, I, I got a uh, on my way home for Ross County and Scioto County and Pike County, which I kind of border right where I'm at for the most part, had a severe thunderstorm watch, and we had a whale of a windstorm last night. I mean, yes, it was very gusty here. Yeah, but um, yeah, my my uh, we we went to, to some place to have dinner, and uh, we were um, Suzanne was going to push the front door open as we were leaving, couldn't because <laughs> the wind. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, and and I said, here, let me try, and it was tough. All right. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. Today is, um, let's see here, what is today? The 20th, right? Yeah. Wow. January 20th already. And, of course, the year 2023. As you can tell, Rodney's with me, or Porterhouse. (laughs) I like that. Porterhouse. Yes. And I think I asked you again where that came from, but I, I I've already forgotten the answer. Uh, JJ and his uh, his silliness. Okay. <laughs> young 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 radio buck uh, silliness, I okay. guess you could call it that. You know, uh, like JJ. Uh, there's no no reason in the world for him. He doesn't have two J's in his name, but that's what we call him. <laughs> well, his first name is John. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But his middle initials not. No, uh, no, it's uh, actually a D. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that we'd be calling J D Hale, but no. J J. Yep, it was. Uh, All right. Yeah, it, like I said, you know, back back in the young radio buck days, this crazy things happened for no apparent reason. Well, good morning, folks. Uh, as we said, January twentieth, twenty three. Let's uh, look at a few things here, uh, in terms of historical events. In the year 1265, on this very date, the first English Parliament summoned other than by royal command, in this instance by Simon de de Montfort, who was the Earl of Leicester. Um, They say Metz in Westminster Hall, but I think they dropped an E. They mean meets in Westminster Hall. I guess that's important, but um, evidently historians think so. 1841 on this date, China cedes Hong Kong to the British that during the first opium war. 1921, again on this date, Republic of Turkey declared out of remnants of Ottoman Empire. 
1942, the Nazi officials hold the notorious Wannsee Conference that was in Berlin to organize the final solution, the extermination of Europe's Jews. Hmm. 1945, Franklin D. Roosevelt sworn in for an unprecedented and never-to-be-repeated fourth term as U.S. President. And um, as you might expect, early in January, we got another inaugural story. In 1981, Ronald Reagan inaugurated as the 40th President of the United States of America. And in 2009, Barack Obama inaugurated as the 44th President of the United States and becomes, of course, the United States' first African-American president. All right. Well, those are some things that happen on this date. We also have uh, some births and deaths and that sort of thing, uh, as we typically do when we're having a free-for-all edition. By the way, I just uh, leaving that topic for a minute, yesterday we had the mayor on. Uh, he joins us monthly, and we have other parties that are joining us monthly, and uh, we hope that... Uh, you learn many worthwhile things from each of our guests. All right, today's more um, famous birthdays. Celebrating his 93rd birthday, Buzz Aldrin. Wow. He was, um, uh, what, what do they call the guys that go into space? Astronaut. Astronaut, yes. <laughs> um, Buzz Aldrin, 93rd birthday. Um, anything notable about his trip? Oh, um, yeah. And I, did he have more than one? Let's see. Uh, January 20th, obviously, uh, he was a fighter pilot, too, before he was uh, um, a... Uh, astronaut. Astronaut, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you helped me with it. Now I helped you. It eluded me to that, that quickly. Yeah. Uh, it says he made three spacewalks as a pilot of uh, the 1966 Gemini 12 mission. Okay. That, that's pretty impressive because yeah. I didn't think they really did spacewalks until uh, the space shuttle came out. So that is that is pretty cool, I think. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Who should we be next? Let's do Joy Adamson, A-D-A-M-S-O-N. And her first name is Joy. She was born on this date in 1910 and died in 1980. I, offhand, um, this isn't ringing a bell for me. Well, she was, actually, it says uh, uh, she was a, um, an author, I think, is what, uh, an artist, actually, an artist and an author. Her book, Born Free, describes her experience as uh, raising a lion club named uh, Elsa, Born Free was printed in uh, several languages and made it into an Academy Award-winning movie. Yes. Yeah, of that same name. In 1977, she was awarded the Australian or the Austrian Cross of Honor for uh, Science and Art. Uh, but yeah, uh, as far as you know, the, you know, it's got her depictions. It says cause of death homicide, and I'm not really sure how that wow. took place. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, she was. Uh, 
but born free. Yep. Sixty-nine years old when she passed. Who was the singer we most most notably remember that song for? (laughs) Do you remember? Oh, I'm horrible with names. Uh, No. uh, I was born free. I know the song you're talking about, and I can hear it right now. Yeah. Uh, Shoot, I'm wanting to say. Like, uh, you're punching some keys over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like, like a Bruce Springsteen band, but no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think uh, it's a more classic artist. Okay. Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, going on. More more famous birthdays. On this date in 1920, Federico Fellini was born and he died in 1993 we've got another artsy guy right uh yeah he, actually he was an italian filmmaker yeah yeah um let's see what uh, i don't know i don't recognize the name necessarily but uh well just um if we can f-e-l-l-i-n-i yeah. Uh, let's see if we can name one or two shows that uh, he was particularly known for. Fil- and by shows, I mean movies, I guess. It uh, looks like, uh, I got it, there it is. Uh, Night of uh, Cabria, uh, that was 1957. I remember in 1973, uh La Dolce Vita, ah. 1960, uh, eight and a half in 1963. Mm, that's good. That's enough. But the, the point is, uh, his stuff was always considered artsy, His uh, the films, as I recall. And the last famous death, I mean, we could do many, of course, but the last one we have in front of us is that of Patricia Neal, N-E-A-L who was born on this date in 1926. She died just uh, not all that long ago in 2010. Yes, Patricia was uh, actually an actress, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went to Northwestern University. Let's see, what was the name of the movies? My computer's being a little bit laggy this morning. Actually, uh, she was an Academy Award winner, a Golden Globe Award winner, a Tony Award winner. Uh, many, many different awards. Ah, yes. Uh, she was the wealthy matron uh, that played Emily in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, this next one was, how do you put it? You know, when you see different actors and actresses, some of them just hit you right between the eyes. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, yes. She was simply beautiful. Born on this date in 1929, she died in 1993. And uh, golly, again, we should be able to list four or five films that she was particularly known for. And and, um, you know what uh, gets me mostly about women? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's a whale of a note and yes no dave intrigued me <laughs> okay well I'll, I'll lay it on you their eyes oh absolutely and uh boy she had terrific eyes audrey hepburn yeah she was also in breakfast at tiffany's yeah. uh, rom uh roman holiday was one of those 
Um, let's see. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, we 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 know her name, <laughs> even though we can't recall the names of some of the films. But um, Audrey Hepburn. Okay, and the last one is George the Fifth. Born on this date in 1865, died in 1936. George the Fifth, and um, I, was that was he a king? Um, I would almost have to think so. I can't find anything on George the Fifth. I keep pulling up George the Third, yeah. and this is Roman numeral V, right? So George the Fifth. Um, that's all right. Yeah, nothing's coming up. Oh, well. Um, I don't know what this is here for. It says January 20th. Oh, I got something on oh, there. Oh, on George V? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, uh, as you said, uh, uh, he, he was a king. He was the king of the United Kingdom and British Dominions and Empire of India from May 6, 1910 until his death in 1936. There you go. Okay, the uh, the thing I was about to mention was that of Jimmy Carter. Hmm. January 20th. My name is Jimmy Carter, and I'm running for president. Jimmy Carter is a one-term president, but a man who worked tirelessly through a long life to help others to end conflicts. And as such, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I guess that's most of it for that report. See, I got to tell you about something that happened to me this morning. Oh, yeah? I got in my car and I drove a half a block and a police cruiser pulled me over. Oh, boy. And, you know, I, I've hardly ever had that happen in my life so i don't know what i'm supposed to do so i got out of the car and walked back very nicely to the policeman who was getting out of his cruiser and it was an athens policeman and um, i did recognize his face i've seen him about and he said sir why did you leave your car and i said well i wanted to assist you (laughs) I thought there was something wrong. (laughs) And his expression was a little weird. And um, so he said, well, no, I I stopped you because you did not come to a complete stop. Oh, got a roller, did you? Yeah. And so I said, oh, oh, okay. And he said, "Um, May I see your, or is this car yours? And I said, yes. And he said, may I see your license? So I took it out of my wallet, and he radioed it in, and it... You are who you say you are. Evidently. <laughs> and um, it, anyway, so <laughs> I, I apologized for not acting as I was supposed to, which was to stay in mm-hmm. my vehicle. Absolutely. And, um, and and wished him a good day. 
awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and and that's one thing to remind folks of you know you got to be conscious of that whenever you come to a stop they want you to come to an, a complete stop even though this the way may be clear and you can go uh, I know a lot of people that have been in that same circumstance, but uh, good they're out there. Well, it, it, you know, I'm on a, a group called FINA, the Far East Neighborhood Association. And it's made up of all the community um, on the Far East State Street area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a group of individuals who have volunteered their time to serve on that board. And it's not a huge group, but maybe 10, 12 people. And so I get all the newsletters, and I'm one of the attendees. And um, they have asked the police department to do a better job <laughs> of, of policing our area, that people are a little bit sloppy. Yep. And um, they just don't want um, any accidents. Uh, and, of course, at the time I was leaving the house, you know, is when the school buses are running and things like that. And children are, parents are with their children. And, well, anyway, so I will do a better job. <laughs> Be a little more conscious of the complete stop. But, man, to see, you know, a full car, lights, all those things that uh, the well-equipped police vehicles have on, <laughs> flashing, coming right up behind you. Uh, I didn't know if he was wanting to pass me or <laughs> so I pulled over and then when he pulled up behind me I thought oh it's me so I got out of the car <laughs> and he said don't do that yeah <laughs> down on the ground down on the ground <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that but it could have been I guess all right well let's see here Alec Baldwin oh yes I heard this earlier this morning an actor, of course. Uh, he will be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of a cinematographer, Halina Hutchins. H-A-L-Y-N-A, however you say that. Halina Hutchins. Which occurred on the set of a film... The film being, um, I don't know if it ever got finished, but the title of it is or was to be Rust, R-U-S-T. The film's armorer, a person by the name of Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, is facing the same charges. So I've worked on some film sets. Um... One of the ones I worked on was it's a wild, 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 wild world. No, hmm. what is it? It's a mad. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, right. Yeah, which was a um, a riot to work on. I mean, just so much fun. All right, but you know there there are firearms used but they of course either contain con are, are, are supposed to be unloaded or contain blanks mm -hmm. and the typical blank is not uh, customary either they also have special blanks so there's really nothing expelling from the barrel right 
Um, well, the two will be charged in the alternative, meaning if they are found guilty, it will be on only one of the charges. Involuntary manslaughter, which comes with a sentence of up to 18 months in jail, or involuntary manslaughter in the commission of an, a, a lawful act, which carries a mandatory five years. However, it requires proof of more than one, more than a simple negligence. We've heard about this a number of times since it happened, which was in October of 21. Mm -hmm. When Baldwin discharged a revolver prop killing Hutchins and wounding the film's director. Baldwin has maintained the crew told him the gun was not loaded and he did not pull the trigger. An investigation revealed Gutierrez Reed had put a live round in Baldwin's gun instead of using a dummy round. I just don't understand why someone would do that. That makes no sense. Well, the news comes as film production is set to resume this year with Hutchins' husband serving as an executive producer on the project. Hmm. NFL playoffs resume tomorrow. Headlined by a pair of games between longtime rivals among the four matchups. So, action kicks off with the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the underdog Jackson Jaguars. I think that's going to air on NBC at 4.30 in the afternoon, Eastern Time. Following that, Philadelphia Eagles welcoming division rivals the New York Giants. That will be aired on Fox at 8.15 in the evening, Eastern Time. The Chiefs led by quarterback Patrick Mahomes and the Eagles behind uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts finished tied for the best regular season record in the league. That was 14-3. and three. Should be quite a matchup. Now, Sunday begins with last year's runner-up, the Bengals. <laughs> why, are the, why are we now saying Bengals? Bengals? It's the Bengals. <laughs> I can't tell you how many, even on our own staff. <laughs> the Bengals? <laughs> I don't understand. I haven't. I, it's like they're, they're getting uh, confused with the... Uh, the 80s pop group, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the Bengals. Anyway, uh, last year's runner-up, the Cincinnati Bengals. Thank you. Thank you. Taking on the Buffalo Bills. That's a 3 o'clock game on CBS Eastern Time. And essentially, a rematch of the January 2nd game that sent shockwaves through the NFL. After the Bills' safety, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest after making a tackle. Hamlin, of course, is recovering and reportedly spending time at the Buffalo uh, facility with teammates. So that game will be followed by the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers um, uh, is their opponent. 
That'll air on Fox at 6.30 Eastern. And they go on to say the ninth time the historic rivals have met in the playoffs. Cowboys versus the 49ers. It's got to be a good game. Or it used at least to be anyway. At least it used to be. (laughs) Now they say here the Chiefs are the current favorite to win the Super Bowl. And then they go on to say, see the odds here. And I'm not going to look at that. But anyway. So, plenty of football. We're, we have a, um, what do you call it, um, a social gathering. Um, getting to get together to watch the Bengals <laughs> at 3 o'clock. <laughs> And we're going to eat together and that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I, well, seriously. <laughs> have you, you've heard others. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have, yeah. It just bothers me to no end. Yeah. I mean, you know, for someone that may be, and, and, but like my, my nephew who lives in Kentucky uh, and has a slight southern drawl, I expect him to say the Bengals. You know, but when someone that's not from that area, and it seems like everyone is doing it, like oh. you said, uh, yeah. I've heard network sportscasters exactly. say bangles. <laughs> now, of course, we can't ignore the local connection. Um, Jimmy Burrow, mm-hmm. right? Um Enjoy and 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 the uh, suddenly can't remember his mom's name. But anyway, the Burroughs family are an Athens family. Um, And Bengals fans, I'm sure (laughs) you did it too. It's the Bengals. The Bengals, yes, absolutely. (laughs) But go on with your point. No, no, absolutely. But here's the interesting thing. I went to the Plains, and I actually went to one of his uh, uh, little restaurant there. Yeah, yeah. It was a really nice little place. I enjoyed it. And uh, uh, Gigi's. Gigi's, yes, absolutely. And went back again twice, actually, Mm -hmm. and uh, took some pictures and stuff at that particular point. But, uh, no, it's neat that uh, we do have that local connection and uh, that – you know, I, I, there are so many Bengals fans around here before that, but uh, now the Bengals fans, and especially as we get close to playoffs, you know, everybody always gets excited. So there's a lot of hoopla going on right now. Well, in the last um, few months, I have been amazed at how many times I've gone to a restaurant uh, because we like to dine out. And have been seated either right behind or with or next to uh, Joe's parents. Oh, nice. And, um, you know, they they have to be so excited and proud and everything. And, of course, they're attending all the games. And if my kid was playing, I'd be there too. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> all right. Let's see. French... Pension plan strike. 
I'm not sure I'm familiar with this. I heard a little bit about this. In a nutshell, basically, they're wanting to raise the national retirement age from 62 to 64. And from what I understand, the uh, uh, like the nation's workers are going on strike for like a 24-hour period or something like that, I think, is what kind of in, in an overview is what I recall from it. Well, this occurred, as I understand it, yesterday. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure it continues. But anyway, over one million workers yesterday held a nationwide strike against France's proposed pension overhaul. And that strike uh, yesterday disrupted schools, transportation, and other public services. It was a real mess. The proposal, which was unveiled last week, would raise the minimum retirement age from 62 to 64, just like you said, and it would do so by the year 2030. Now, France's current retirement age is on the lower end, with age 65 being the most common in Europe. The proposal would also require at least 43 years of work rather than 42 to qualify for a full pension starting in 2027. The president there in uh, France, Emmanuel Macron, contends the plan would preserve the pension system without raising taxes or increasing the national debt. Current workers pay for retirees' government pensions. However, analysts say the ratio of workers to retirees has decreased as people live longer and the population grows older. And all of that is straining the system. The plan is estimated to raise 100 and... No, no, no. I misread a number here. The, The plan is estimated to raise 19 billion in annual pension contributions, helping the system to break even by 2027. By the way, this is Macron's second attempt at pension reform after a separate plan back in 2019 failed. Following the country's longest transport strike in decades, Okay, let's see here. We've got another story, and it says Butcher Box. Now, I don't think that's a news story. I think that's more of an advertisement, so (laughs) we'll skip that. Okay, the BAFTA BAFTA Awards um, are due to be announced, I guess. That's the British Academy of Film Awards. And the the one that's um, particularly being mentioned is entitled All Quiet on the Western Front. It leads all film nominees uh, over in this British... uh, awards presentation Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see what happens i guess you heard about david crosby yes that was sad 
Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, founder of The Birds and Crosby, Stills, and Nash dies. He was 81. Julian Sands, the British actor, is missing. He's been missing for six days. And um, where? In California mountains. He just went for a hike. Uh-oh. And, and has not returned. And, uh, of course, they're concerned. Let's see here. I don't think I understand this. Saudi-backed LIV Golf Secures TV. Streaming deal with CW to broadcast all 14 of the 2023 tournaments. Hmm. Then another story. Major League Soccer player Anton Walks dies at 25 after a boating accident in Miami. Uh, You know, how can someone possibly know everything? I I come across stories and I go, I didn't know that. (laughs) Or I didn't know that name. Right. Or I had no idea that was going on. And here we are in the media. And um, but, but I'm not ashamed to admit, you know, you just can't know everything. Well, there's so much going on and so inf- much information to find out what's going on now. It's just hard to absorb it all. Here's another thing. Astronomers have just released the highest resolution panoramic v- image of the Milky Way ever taken. Updated survey took two years to compile, captures an estimated 3.3 billion objects representing 6.5% of the night sky. Astronomy has always held an interest for me. I don't know much about it, but I love to gaze. Absolutely. It's... uh you can get lost for hours just staring at a beautiful, clear night. And, and I know being all over the world, have you ever seen the night, the desert night sky? Just yes. To, oh, yes. second to none. I mean, there is nothing more intriguing than a beautiful, clear night in the desert. Where there is no ambient light to none interfere. None. And things just stand out. Um, you know, we have an observa- zer- observatory. There, I got it out. Yeah. Uh, up on uh, the ridges. Oh. And um, a number of my good friends are um, professors up there. And, um, and, and they're a lot. And um, I've got to twist their arm some night. That would be... Neat to see, for and they, sure. And they do public showings and things like that. It's just, um, you know, many organizations send us notes to promote this and that that's going on, and then, of course, we do. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've got something coming up with the Reds here in a moment. But, um, um, you know, um, oh, shucks. Now I'm forgetting names. Um Tom heads up our historical society. 
Anyway, why don't you guys start sending us notices of those public viewings, and we'll try to promote them on the air. Absolutely. All right. Now, we were talking about, um, refresh my memory. Cincinnati Reds? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Prevagen, Dave, Prevagen. Okay. Um you know, we have been a proud affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds network for decades. And maybe even, I don't know what the next term is, but for a long time. Um, I worked for the Reds for a while. Um, you know, Marty Brenneman, Tom Brenneman, um, Marty and I go way back. Tom worked here at this station for quite a while. Um, the Reds have had an annual caravan. And um, uh, for the last two years, I think they sort of postponed it a little bit because of COVID or it was down uh, downsized or something. Yeah, actually, they, they haven't done it for the past couple of years because okay. of, of, of COVID. And what they're doing now, Dave, is they're actually they've they they're trying to hit as many places as they possibly can, and unfortunately, their time is a little more limited than it has been in the past. Right. And uh, so, what they've done is they're they're coming to town. It's going to be a like we said, a limited engagement, and it's only going to be it's going to be closed to the public. But uh, the good news is uh, Power 105, uh, 970 WATH, and Total Media, who will be welcoming the Cincinnati Reds on Friday, January 27th, will be uh, live, broadcasting live at a special event from an undisclosed location from 1130 until 1230, 1130 a.m. to 1230 p.m. Uh, join us right here on 970WATH with live interviews with uh, Hall of Fame broadcasters. Marty Brenneman will be on hand. Uh, Reds and Bally Sports Ohio broadcaster Jim Day. Uh, Major League infielder Alejo uh, Lopez, minor league third baseman Cam Collier, and Reds general manager Nick Crawl will all be on hand. Again, unfortunately, because of time constraints, the event is closed to the public. However, we will be broadcasting live and listen live on uh, Power 105. Uh, all next week, we will have a chance to win tickets. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets, so you and a friend will be able to go enjoy the Reds Caravan. Uh, we'll start giving away those tickets on Monday on uh, Power 105.5 WXTQ, so we invite you to uh, tune into that throughout the course of the day. And uh, I'm sure, uh, Dave, that we might be able to, to get a pair that uh, we might be able to give away here in the morning as well with uh, Party Line. And uh, I think that uh, will be something that uh, folks will have to look forward to. Again, you know, you might not be able to go attend it this year like you have maybe in the past. But fortunately, they are beginning to get back out and about in the communities. And uh, that's, that's the good thing. So be listening here, and uh, we'll have uh, your chance to win. My boss at uh, the Res was Jim Winters. And um, I don't know... Is that name familiar to you? Not to me, no. Well, he was uh, director of broadcasting, and uh, when he left the Reds, he joined the Padres. Oh. But, um, oh, he was a great guy. But, um, oh, shucks. 
Um, Joe Zerhusen is the guy now. And uh, I, I know him only a bit. All right. Um, see, scientists identify four genes responsible for the large size of whales <laughs> and their innate protection against cancer. Hmm. I wonder if there's something we could learn about that. That would be nice if they can. bring to the human. Um, let's see. Engineers grow defect-free anatomically, atomically thin films on top of silicone wafers. This is a new method that may allow computer chip makers to produce 2D transistors for electronics. Hmm. All sorts of things going on. Well, let's, um, we had a report on um, um, driving. <laughs> okay. Now, <clears throat> this morning, as I mentioned, uh, I got stopped for not coming to a complete stop at a stop sign. And, uh, boy, the heat came up uh, with all his lights on scared the hell out of me. <laughs> but um, so much that I got out to see if I could help. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> and, and he said, would you please stay in your car? I imagine he got a little nervous, didn't he? <laughs> he? He was. He was. But we um, we got through it. Anyway, yeah. driving. Yeah. Uh, now, is Ohio, you know, th this lists every state in the union mm -hmm. and tells us uh, who are the good drivers, who are the bad drivers, and so on and so forth. It, it, it talks cost of ownership and maintenance traffic and infrastructure safety and access to vehicles and to maintenance is the way it's 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 ranked down and ohio actually top 10 in a couple of those but uh uh not so much do i'm about midway i guess you could say in a couple others as far as cost of ownership and maintenance uh, ohio is ranked number three um, and then access to vehicles and vehicle maintenance were ranked number seven. Uh, traffic infrastructure ranked 28th and safety at 36th. So we're kind of low on the safety side of things. Well, we're midway. Yeah. You know, but the point is overall. Overall. Ohio ranks very highly. It does. It ranks as the uh, third. Yeah. Overall third, school. Third best in the nation. Yeah. Now, who's first? First is Iowa, actually. Uh, Iowa, and it kind of makes sense. There's a lot of open land out there. <laughs> Cost of ownership is seventh. Uh, their traffic infrastructure is ninth. Safety is 35th. And access to vehicles and maintenance at 19th. So, you know, when you look at the overall score, Iowa scored a 62.61, a 61.38, 
was what Ohio scored and, and sandwiched right in there between them at number two was the state of Georgia with 61.4. So all within a percentage point or so. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, who's the worst? Who is the worst? And, and if you had to guess, what would you think would be the worst? I, I don't even want to try. Hawaii. Okay. I lived there four years. Okay. Cost of ownership, they are ranked 50th. Traffic and infrastructure, they are ranked 43rd. Safety, they're kind of high on the safety end at 6th. And access to vehicles and maintenance, they're ranked 38th for 50th ranking overall at 40.28. I had, uh, I bought a Toyota Celica when I lived in the islands. And we also had a Volkswagen Beetle that I had shipped to the islands. That was my wife's car from Cleveland. Oh, wow. And um, so we had two cars there. That's nice. But... Um, yeah, I think it's always neat whenever yeah. you're driving around and you see a, a car with... I always look at license plates, especially in my traveling, and I, I, we always played this game that we tried to see how many license, different license states. Uh, it was always intriguing and exciting to me to see one from Hawaii, but there's more out there than what you would realize that there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, well, anyway... All right. Well, I got one more. I mean, if one we got more a couple, stat? yeah, one sure. more stat. You know, rush hour traffic and congestion. I know it's something that that we don't necessarily deal with a lot here. We do, I guess, in in downtown and and for just a little bit here in the Athens market, but not like what you get in some of the bigger cities and in Columbus and places. But as far as uh, rush hour traffic, the uh, highest or the best, I guess you could say, would be um, West Virginia ranks at number one. North Dakota, number two, Maine, Mississippi, and New Mexico. I'm not even sure where Ohio ranks in that, but uh, they've only got 45 states listed there. Uh, they show me the highest and the lowest uh, on this report. California comes in at number 45. There's a 15 times difference between West Virginia and California as far as the ranking in uh, traffic and rush hour con traffic congestion. And I've been out there, and they're right. <laughs> I um, well, folks, we're out of time. Let me let me just remind you: Ohio University men's basketball tomorrow, two o'clock at the Combo, and um, I'm not going to miss it. And uh, Mark and Mindy Heflin are joining us, and we're going to have a nice um, experience there. Have a very safe weekend. Have a very caring weekend. Um, Find something special to do. And don't forget that Bengals game. How about that on Sunday? Absolutely. The Bengals are uh, our favorite team. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I realize I'm a whole minute early. I oh, misread yeah. the clock. So we can uh, rattle on for another moment or two. What's your favorite song of all time, Porterhouse? Uh, Aerosmith. Um Oh, shoot. Uh, the one, every time when I look in the mirror. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but uh, that one has to be probably my favorite song. Well, let's cue it up next week. And, <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we'll check it out because I can't even think of what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. Well, let's see. Uh, 
How many? I like I like uh, I like singing in the rain that we can yeah. play here, yeah. and I like New York, New York. Uh, I, oh, of course. Yeah, and then of course, as uh, uh, I did it my way. Yeah, that's it, folks. We filled the minute. <laughs> In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H.